Welcome back to the second ever edition of the Ree Van Bloom show, we're calling it. There were a few comments in the first YouTube that say it sounds like a florist. Some people saying, like you, Ben, you suggested it sounds like sort of a funeral parlour. Um, it is the best Norwich City and Ipswich Town YouTube. That's what we're going to be calling it. Ben, how are you, mate? I'd, I'd further that. I'd say it's the best collaboration between a Norwich and Ipswich fan of all time on the basis of being being the only one. But, uh, <laughs> right. Um, I suppose there's been, um, what have there been, like Alan Brazil and, and Dan O'Hagan ones down the line, maybe? Oh, OK. Um, yeah, I mean, I love Alan. I preferred his work when um, he was a summariser, let's just say. But um, he's, ve he's very entertaining and um, was an amazing footballer. And we're going to talk about a lot of amazing footballers. But I've been um, absolutely... Absolutely fine, Jack. Um, trying to trying to reconcile myself with the fact that I'm probably one of the least suffering suffering people, but still, <laughs> it's it's a drag, isn't it? God, it's it's really frustrating as well because the weather seems to be immaculate, haunting us single day, and you're just looking out of the window, being like, I need to time this walk or whatever very well because I'm only allowed out once, so I need to make it count. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick up a few uh, comments from the last YouTube video. We'll get on in a moment of what we're doing in this video. Lewis Morfitt said, this is great and all, but it's a little bit church book club for me. I want to see you two proper disagree about something, have a go at each other in rivalry fashion. Now, we're both quite, um, you know, I don't think we get annoyed about much, do we, Ben? I mean, we could try and think about something we disagree on, but it's going to be tough, I think. Well, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to fake it like Adrian Durham talk sport yes. where miraculously the two presenters have the opposing point of view. Um, look, I, Jack's my friend. I'll disagree with him if I disagree on something um, that we, we try to be balanced. And sadly, that um, if you do want us to fly at each other, I think there's a clip of um, Alex, the Ipswich YouTuber and an Norwich YouTuber arguing on the TV with Robbie from oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Arsenal Fan TV. Um, in the background go watch that maybe yeah. um but no I'm, i think he's saying it vaguely vaguely tongue-in-cheek but look if you yeah, you know we, we we disagreed on stuff before we'll disagree on on stuff again but um no i won't i won't i won't be being mean to my friend jack <laughs> it's all far too civil and the, and the most liked comment on my on my uh, on, on our latest video on the talking city channel was shut up is this a thing now fantastic idea <laughs> the last one with you two was great that got 20 thumbs up 16 of them on all my different accounts um, <laughs> right today we are going to be doing a combined Norwich City and Ipswich Town 11 so we've both got our combined 11s so just no sorry we've got our best 11 from so I've got Norwich Ben's got Ipswich and then at the end we'll try and half them so we've got five or so Ipswich players or six Ipswich players and five Norwich players to so hopefully get a really good Norwich and Ipswich combined 11. The only rules we've got is we have to have seen these players in the flesh. And Jack, the formation has to work. Did you ever see Yaya Torre's best team he ever played with? On No, I didn't. I, I swear he had something ridiculous like Messi on the left wing and Iniesta in mid um, centre-back or something stupid like that just to get just to get all the best. But So the formation has to work. So you've picked your team. I've yeah. picked my team. Um, I'm going to respectfully let Jack go first. but So he's going to pick a player and I'm going to pick a player and we'll try and make it into some kind of 
coherent team. Um, if I can just make a couple of comments before we start, Jack, because I'm sure okay. you've done this before. I've yep. done many 11s and stuff on my channel. Um, so my first comment is, if you're going to comment on the video and put, where's so-and-so, mm. don't bother. Make your own team. It's a bit of fun. Um, I may have a different opinion to you on a player. That's fine. But it's more fun if you make your own team and put it in the comments than Definitely. say, where's so-and-so. Um, also, you can only watch what you have watched. It's not my fault I was born one year after Ipswich Town had their greatest season of all time. <laughs> yes, of course, if I'd seen the 1981 Ipswich team, none of none of the players I'm going to pick would be in my team. But I cannot help that. So, yes, I know they're all better players. And Jack, I'm sure you'll say the same for the mid-90s and the 1989 Norwich team. If you didn't see them, you can't pick them. Yeah. That's um, the only rule we've got here, isn't it? You have to have seen the player in the flesh live. Okay, so do you want me to start? So should we go through like the goal? Should we, let's do goalkeeper first. Okay. And then we'll go through the whole of our defensive line and swap out. I think we're going to have a couple of England keepers here, aren't we? It looks that way. Yeah. Do you want to go so first? I'm, yeah, I'm going to go. This is really. This is probably the trickiest one, actually, for Norwich. Because over the, what's... 16 odd years I've been watching Norwich we've actually had some really good goalkeepers we've produced a lot of really good goalkeepers but I'm going for John Ruddy now John Ruddy of course got an England call up um, before that injury he picked up at Everton away when he ripped his, was it his hamstring off the it was a really nasty injury in it and it left him out for months on end he was a really top top goalkeeper and he still went on to become a really good goalkeeper he had a great season at Wolves um, got back into the Premier League, but his longevity at Norwich City can't be overlooked. Multiple promotions, uh, a, a really good keeper in the Premier League. I could have put in Angus Garner, put a, I could have even put in Tim Krul. Robert Green was in there as well, another England goalkeeper. So I had a good choice. I've gone for John Ruddy, maybe not technically the best goalkeeper out of the list I had down here. But he oversaw a lot of promotions. He was very well respected in the dressing room. And to get that England cap is no um, sort of easy, easy thing. So I'm going for Big John. What about you, Ben? That's a difficult, difficult one to argue against that one, isn't it? Um, I've gone for Richard Wright, um, who yeah. was also um, capped a few times by England, um, came through the Ipswich ranks, famously um, had a worldie age 17 against Alan Shearer's Blackburn in an yeah. FA Cup win, national news, etc. Um, was in all the playoff defeats and then the playoff victory, was in the great season in the Premier League and then signed by no less than Arsene Wenger for um, Arsenal. Like many Ipswich players, struggled to go away from being the big fish in the small yeah. pond to then go to Arsenal. And um, in the end, they had to go, they, they got Jens Lehmann, um, who was a great goalkeeper yeah. um, after that. But... Um, the Richard Wright we saw was the young goalkeeper coming through. Um, again, I know lots of people like couldn't. He would struggle today because you know goalkeepers are required to do so much more. But you can't blame these players for the time they time they played with. But um, yeah, certainly a certainly um, Kelvin Davis would have run him close. He had a couple okay. of brilliant seasons for us under Joe Royal and then went off to. I think Mick McCarthy snatched him for Sunderland and then played in the Premier League for Southampton yeah. as well. But no, two um, 
two good goalkeepers. I must just say as well, if you're watching this video and you're unable to appreciate the talent of a player that plays for your rival team, you're going to struggle with this because we have <laughs> so respect. Mark doesn't even come close to them two for you? Um, yeah, he would come He would come close. Um, it's really difficult, isn't it, um, when you've had players who've played at the top level and played for England. Um, for what he did, Bart was really good. If... If he'd not fallen off a cliff in his last season and, you know, lost the plot and left the way he left, um, yeah, he'd be close. Three-time player of the year, but um, it's difficult because it's, it's a different level of player that yeah. plays for England, isn't it, than, you know, a, a really good championship keeper. And I think you, you mentioned there, and it's a key thing, and it's really tough. If, if a player has a poor final season, that's all you really remember them for. <laughs> Absolutely, um, yeah. That's really interesting. You, you said there about Richard Wright getting that move to Arsenal. John Ruddy was very close to getting a move to Chelsea. Wow. And it's been really interesting to see. You said, you know, Richard Wright didn't quite make that step up. He wasn't that level of player, I don't think, Jack, either. I no, think he was a decent Premier League level keeper, not an elite one. Yeah, but if John Ruddy would have got that move, it would have been fascinating to see if he would have made that. I think Mark Schwarzer ended up going to Chelsea instead at the time. And he's he's won various second. titles with Chelsea, hasn't he, for yeah. sitting on the it bench? Really but... Okay, so should we go through who we want to select in that position at the end? Or yeah, let's do, do it at the end. That'd be fun, okay. yeah. So shall I go through my defensive line or yeah, what to... formation have you gone for so i despite norwich hardly ever playing this formation i've picked the 4-4-2 solely okay. because i can kind of sculpt players into the positions um and it also allows me to play two strikers i think we've had some really good strikes over the years and also fit in a certain left winger that i wanted to put in there as well um right. so i will go through my defense left back adam drury no, now, he was a good player, wasn't he? Very good player. Long serving. Um, Peterborough? Just, yes. Yeah. Um, just really, really solid. Um, I don't think, as you said there about goalkeepers now having to be good with their feet, I don't think Jury would have maybe been a good modern day left back. But he just did his job so well. He defended and he passed it to Huckabee. And that's all he did. And, it <laughs> and for us, that worked perfectly. So Jury goes in there for me. Over the likes of um, Olsen. Olsen could have quite easily gone in there. He was fantastic, marauding. Maybe not quite as good defensively as Drury. Um, but Drury goes in there for me. Now, the centre-back partnership, I found this so, so difficult. Because we haven't really had a set centre-back partnership since probably the Malky days. And I didn't really, I didn't really see them days. So... I've gone for a very questionable centre-back pairing that would be utter carnage, but two individuals, <laughs> it's not too bad. Tim Close is one of them. Um, £8.5 million signing, big, big money for us. Um, and I think if it hadn't have been for his injury in that season under, was it Chris Hewton and then um, Neil, Neil Adams? Adams we would have probably stayed in, in the Premier League. I remember him, I think he limped off away at Crystal Palace and there was about six or seven games left in that season. There was just a real groan around the place because we hadn't had a defender like him for so many years. He was so good with his feet. He could head the ball. And he's, look, we would have probably been in a better position this season if it hadn't have been for his injuries. He's been plagued with injuries throughout his whole Norwich career, but on his day, Tim Close is a really, really special player and scored a lovely goal against Ipswich. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, next to him, now I'm going to get slated for this. I know I am. Sebastian Besson. I thought he yeah. might come up. Yeah, okay. So Sebastian Besson, 
as you said about Bart, he's probably remembered not so well because he his final season wasn't that great. But I was watching back the playoff final against Middlesbrough the other day and also the playoff semi-final against you guys. And he was um, unbelievable that day. Absolutely unbelievable. He was a player of the season, a Barry Butler Memorial Trophy winner. Um, that's not easy to get that and to have a few really good seasons in a Premier League side and a championship and promotion winning side. I think Sebastian Basson goes in there for me. There's a few others who you could have chucked in there, but Basson goes in there for me. And then right back, I'm going for Max Ahrens. Now, it was a really tough one for me. Do I put Max in there or do I put Russell Martin in there? I still remember Russell Martin as being that really attacking fullback under Lambert. Um, but I think Max Ahrens technically is a little bit better. He's a proper athlete. He's cut it in the Premier League. Um, so, yeah, I'm going for Drury, close, Basong and Max Ahrens. It doesn't, on paper, it looks like a horribly balanced defensive line. But if we're taking this on solely individuals... I think that's pretty decent. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And it's difficult with people like um, Aaron's, isn't it? Because like you say, Aaron's or Russell Martin, well, you know, uh, pound for pound, you know, Aaron's is obviously miles ahead. But yeah. um, it's again, you can't help the time you played and, and what the job was was then. And I think you have to look at the potential sometimes of um, what yeah. Aaron's is likely to go on and do in his future career. Um, I've gone for a, a back three. Do you want me to do the wing backs as well? So all five Great. of them. Okay, yeah, go for it. Um, so I have to put him in because I saw him. This is a bit naughty. Um, so at in the middle of the back three, I've got to go for John Walk. Um, okay. This is not central midfield scoring 36 goals in one season, John Walk. This okay. is one of those fun times where you get a really good player who goes and plays centre-half and... Like got no pace whatsoever, but yeah. set plays, scores all the time. Um, every single long ball that comes in, he's like three yards ahead of the other player because he's got it up there. So, um, yes, you might remember um, uh, John Walk getting sent off in an East Anglian derby. But when he did come back that last time, I did, I did see him. And just for his sheer greatness, I've got to put him in at centre-back. Obviously, um, Tony Mowbray would be the other one in that position who was um, a, maybe did his best stuff for Celtic and um, Middlesbrough, but was a great player for us in the promotion. Um, I've gone for a modern one here, Jack, just to balance this up. And in the same way you've gone for Max Aaron's, my left centre back, because I need a left footer, even though he's two foot. I've gone for Adam Webster, just, okay. on, just on the basis that in modern day Ipswich town, yeah. this is the guy who's like, I know Tyrone Mings has done, um, Oh God! Now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> oh dear. I'm gonna, let's stick with what I've let's stick with what I've gone for. Um, God, I'm really second guessing that. No, I'll stick with it. Um, Webster, may, I'm changing it. Sorry, Tyrone Mings. Mings in at centre back. Left left centre back. That's where he's played for yeah. England and where he's played for um, yeah. Villa, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. There we go. Tyrone Mings. I've changed it on the fly there, just I'm on the basis of, <laughs> of, of what he's done. Obviously, he was a left back. Um, for us, but yeah. um, when he went to Villa um, last season, this is a bit naughty, isn't it? A bit disingenuous. I'm just thinking about the team at the end of the conversation. Um, and the right centre back, and please don't laugh, I've gone for Titus Bramble. Um, 
purely because when Bramble was at Ipswich, the Bramble I saw, I know yeah. I've just waffled on about Mings at Villa, the Bramble I saw was an 18-year-old absolute monster that every big club wanted to sign. I just remember the first um, one of the first games in the Premier League, he literally ran out of defence, barged his way through, like straight up the pitch and um, scored against... Sunderland, absolute force of nature. Kind of still playing, isn't he at some Suffolk non-league club? I, I, I don't know. I know he does work with um, lots of um, stuff with Boots for Africa and things with okay. um, Simon Milton, another ex-player of us. But the whole thing with Titus Bramble is if he has John Walk next to him, in the same way he had Tony Mowbray next to him, he'd be absolutely fine. And he was a destroyer for us for a season. And honestly... Uh, so Bobby ended up signing in for Newcastle. Every yeah, single, true, every yeah. single um, uh, big club wanted him. Um, right wing back. He, I don't know if you've even heard of him. I've gone for Mick Stockwell, who was just an amazing player for us. He's um, he fits bathrooms now, so he did not. <laughs> he did, straight up, he did not play. Um, he just got the tail end of the Premier League era. He's about five foot six you literally the only player i compare him to not the same level of talent is james milner you literally put okay. him in any position we put him up front away at wimbledon once and he did this dribble and scored so fit so reliable and a proper proper cult um cult hero i could have gone for fabian wilness but i just got to go for mixed I feel up like, well. did you say he fits bathrooms now yes I feel like being quite small is probably a, a good thing <laughs> you the bathroom because you kind of need to like get in tight yeah. spaces, don't you? And Absolutely. Pipes and stuff. So Tim Close like, couldn't do it. Mickey Stock- Stockwell. Yeah. Stockwell bathrooms or something. I Stockwell don't know what it's called. Honestly, though, Jack, he exactly. was a brilliant player. Not not a big name or anything like that, but he was an absolutely brilliant well, I'll tr- player. I'll trust you on that, Mum, but solely of his, of his, of his career now, I'm sure he's a great bloke. <laughs> Um, left wing back, I've gone for Jamie Clapham. Could have gone for Herman Herideson. Um, Herman Oh, what a player he was. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Clapham is just about, um, would break any running, could have been a middle distance runner. Really, really good player. And there's no coincidence that when we were relegated from the Premier League, a lot of, well, a few of our players then went on and played another couple of hundred Premier League games for you know for Birmingham and Wolves and things of that nature. Um, he was a, he was a real those wing backs would um, I'm sure you're going to have good wingers in your team, but um, not not Danny Alves or Cafu or anything like that. But um, yeah, really so reliable. So I've gone for um, a back three of Mings on the fly, Walk yeah. and Bramble. And I've gone That's for it, yeah, Mick Stockwell and um, Jamie Clapham as the wing backs. Okay, um, it's really interesting, isn't it? You've got so many factors here of what you take into consideration. You just mentioned there players going on to make X amount of games in the Premier League after leaving it. Which do you take that into consideration? Do you take their for before joining the clubs into consideration? Their time at the club. There's a lot to take in here. Um, Okay, let's move into the midfield. I've obviously got just a flat middle four. Um, Huckabee on the left. I mean... In midfield? Yeah, so it's sort of left midfield, but basically a winger. Um, Kevin Keegan played him there, so if if Keggy does it, then that's allowed, isn't it? (laughs) As I say, I've sculpted a few players in. It's it's my man management that can can allow the players to play where they are. Um, Hux was just, just phenomenal. Like... 
I don't think we've had a player. We've had a few wingers over the time who've been able to get you off your seat as much as Huckabee. But he was just so good. I've watched so many of them goals back. He was so exciting. I was listening to a podcast with Dion Dublin yesterday and Dion said if it wasn't for Huckabee, he would have never got an England call-up when, wow. when, when he was at Coventry. Everything that Dion flipped on, Huckabee was there. Granted, that wasn't at Norwich. Um, Jack, is it, um, is it fair on Huckabee that he's like the go-to player when you pick out a player who was way too good for the second tier, but never, even with Leeds and Man City, and uh, well, he was good for Coventry, wasn't he, to begin with? Yeah. Ne- he... nev- never could do it consistently in the Premier League. Yeah, I think that season at Coventry was really special. It's always Huckabee and it's Cameron Jerome. They're the two players that you I would say Robert Earnshaw as well. Robert Earnshaw yeah. as well. Loads of Norwich players. But it just says that. But think where Norwich have been over the last years. Um, it would stand to reason, wouldn't it? Yeah. But even now, Huckabee he runs. I think 100 kilometres a week. He still follows his footballer's diet. He is a proper athlete. Still, he plays a Kringle. Imagine marking in a veterans <laughs> league in Norwich. You're the right back, and you've got Darren Huckabee to mark. It must be an absolute nightmare. And there was a season, I think, when. For Cringleford Vets, it was Huckabee down the left and Grant Holt up front. I love and this. Cringleford Vets, bathroom fitting. Um, there was one brilliant game, Jack, I must just quickly, um, when we got relegated from the Premier League, we came up against Keegan's Man City, who were ridiculous in the, they got like 100 points. And in the same team, they like had Gota, Bernabia, Berkovic, Huckabee, just like eight forwards. And I do remember <laughs> Huckabee scoring and pulling his shirt off and... Um, yeah, he, he, he looked like um he looked like he worked out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is a proper, proper athlete. Um yeah, so Huckabee down the left. We had that season as well where Bradley Johnson played on, on left midfield and actually played remarkably well. But I don't player, really very see good Johnson as a as a left uh, midfielder. Although over the past few seasons he's been a really, really magnificent one. Uh in the middle, I've gone for Johnny Halson. Um just in terms of technically, just such a nice footballer to watch. Never did any, well, he did a few magnificent things. That goal against Nottingham Forest, the ability to strike that on the volley was was sensational. But just a really good player to have in your team. A proper box-to-box midfielder. Um, yeah, nothing nothing magical about him, but just a really solid footballer. Leeds, and I, and I, Leeds fans love him as well. Yeah, um, massively. Jack, and I, yeah. I think he'd probably still get in our team now. Uh, it's an absolute disgrace that he's kind of been playing as... <laughs> right as back. I mean, I cannot get my head around that. I really can't. It's like when you're on Football Manager and you've got your right backs out injured and it's like, oh, who do I put there? And it's like... Always oh, the most oh, versatile people. You move Wayne Rooney, yeah. not Cristiano Ronaldo, don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's an absolute disgrace about that. Now, this is going to cause some controversy because he's not in his natural position, but... I think he's just so good he can kind of play there. I'm putting Wes Houlihan in the middle of the park. Um, not quite as advanced. I see the the eyebrows raised no, I'm, there. All I'm thinking is James Madison. That's all I'm. Uh, yeah. That's all I mean, I'm thinking. I just because you've got to have Houlihan. Yes, you have. have. Wes has to go in there. You're right though. I've put in. I've missed out James Madison. This is the issue, isn't it? You always forget play. No, I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do a, a Ben Bloom. I'm sticking with <laughs> my gut. I'm sticking Stop with it. my gut. Um, yeah, this works better, I think. Houlihan in the middle, just a lovely, lovely player to watch. Great player. Yeah. Hardly ever 
don't trust him on penalties. He scored that one against Ipswich, I know, but never trust him on penalties. Um, just magnificent. Similar to Madison, um, just the way he turned on the ball. If he had a right foot, he would have been a, a solid, solid Premier League player. Um, but he didn't have a right foot, so that wasn't to be. Out on the right-hand side, again, not his natural position probably, but can still play there, Emi Buendia. Um, just, again, another magical player. I think there's too many really kind of flair players in, in my midfield. Huckabee, Houlihan and Buendia. I mean, there's not much defence. That's open. Yeah. <laughs> Get Madison um, in there so, as well. <laughs> I, actually, I say there's not much defensive kind of um, power there. Buendia, he's always has these ridiculous stats about making the most defensive kind of duels and the most tackles out of our whole squad. He is like a bull in a china shop. He's running about, he's carnage, but he's really, really um, special. He's going to be our record sale for sure um, whenever the transfer window comes. I'm not quite sure when it will come. Um, what yeah, level What level do you think he'll go to? It depends. I think it's really tough, isn't it? I think he, he could become a top four Premier League player. Um whether he sticks in the Premier League, I don't know. Um, yeah, he's he is really special. Great player, really, yeah. really special. Um, just worked so hard. Got a pass on him. Um, there's goals in there as well. And he lit up the championship last season. So, Wendy there, I could have put in Nathan Redmond. Of course, um, yeah. I don't think he's ever quite fulfilled the potential. Um, he's worked really nicely under Hasenhutl, hasn't he? But I think he's just a player that really needs coaching. Um, and he got that under Hasenhutl, but I think it may have come a little bit late. I've got Bramble in. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so, yeah, imagine a team of Wendy and Bramble. Did that work? <laughs> there, there would be red cards. <laughs> <laughs> red cards. Okay, so yeah, Huckabee House and Houlihan and Wendy. Sorry, Mr. Madison. I've just realised I could have gone for Tariko at left wing back. This is hard, isn't it? There's going to be, yeah, where's so-and-so? Um, right, my midfield, obviously I've gone for um, 3-5-2. So um, Ipswich generally haven't had amazing wide players. So um, I've tried to avoid that. Bobby Petter was a good wide player for about 20 games, I guess. But um, uh, obviously we had Ryan Fraser, who was amazing, but yes. lone player, isn't it? It's you know, Yeah, that's true. You know. um, so central midfield, um, Kieran Dyer was... Yeah. Uh, was a joke if you ask if you ask anyone who played with him and he's doing this age 17 and 18 yeah, yeah. and i've spoken to david johnson and jim mcgilton and um you know people about playing with him just absolute force of nature tiny little guy but yeah and it's weird how um some guys can run a game by using the ball and he could run a game by carrying the ball and using the ball so he put the physicality with the um and so quick as well yeah. and in the end became obviously like central midfielder we tried him out on the wing and he was wing back and you see this with good players don't you? you're like right two years time central midfield is too good it's just too good yeah. not to be so yeah Dyer was Dyer I've was... never quite figured out Dyer as a person I've, I've kind of watched a lot of him on telly read the book? Clip. I haven't read the full I've read clippings of it um and obviously you've seen him in in different altercations what's he like as a, as a man um he's got he's got some issues but if you read the books um his, his upbringing um was was interesting put it that way in um you know in a not very socioeconomically developed part of um Ipswich <clears throat> and um I think some some abuse as well um okay. yeah, happened yeah. as well and yeah <laughs> 
you just got to, for these guys, especially in a town like Ipswich, they come through and then they're on the Tyne Bridge and they're making 30 grand a yeah. week and then later 60 grand a week yeah. um, he was making. It's, it's a very, very hard adjustment. Um, and yeah, I, I, he'll admit as a person he struggled with he struggled with that but um the book's definitely a good read and the true geordie yeah. podcast um he gives a lot of the book away um <laughs> on that as well but um brilliant yeah, player jack player. yeah brilliant player yeah um i've gone for matt holland um with him so at least we've got one defensively minded midfielder yeah. um just again just a just a joke of a player played like 300 games for Ipswich and then 300 games for Charlton played 180 or something stupid games in a row um proper box to box proper fit good tackler um he'll probably be needed in our combined team because he's the only defensive yeah that's true actually midfielder there nice bloke Matt Holland as well I see a lot of Norwich fans giving Matt Holland stick obviously because he played for Ipswich but I, I was lucky enough to meet Matt on like my first ever time in a in a proper studio and he was one of the and I must have been like 15 and he was the loveliest man I've met so yeah I, Matt can go and I'll let Matt <laughs> Matt's in um, great guy and if I just plug quickly Blue Monday podcast interview with him just just a couple of weeks Seamless. ago Seamless. Um, and uh, speaking of Blue Monday interviews part three with Jim Magilton is out <laughs> later on today and you, you can't have seen Ipswich play under George Burley and not have not have Jim Magill and deep line playmaker before deep line playmakers was was a big thing brilliant range of passing um snarly snappy mm. not very not very quick but um probably I, I didn't see Tyson and Muren so before the comments come in probably the best passer um you know Ipswich has had since I've been watching brilliant brilliant player so midfield three cool. I like that Dyer yeah. Holland Magill yeah should have probably put in Madison now because I think that, that all of them have got a really good chance of getting it. You're not actually you're not knocking Wes out of that. Um, he's it would there. be it would, it, yeah. It would just That's be whether cool. you went to four two four two three one. But tricky. I, I can understand why you'd have Huckabee as well in for that promotion with Worthington yeah. as well. Yeah, massively. Okay, so on to my front two. Um, I've gone with. I mean, I had to put Grant Holt in there. I mean, a, a proper Norwich City legend. Um, I still look at him and I, and I wonder how he scored them 15 Premier League goals. Arguably <laughs> should have should have got an England call-up. I think he was the second highest um, English uh, goal scorer behind Wayne Rooney that season. He had a fantastic first season of Premier League, 15 goals, scored a ton of goals across League One in the Championship. Um, just one of them players you really want in your team. He's, he, he gets the dressing room going. Defenders were always scared of him. He was very, very clever at relieving pressure, whether that was through a dive, whether that was through kicking the ball a bit further out of play. He had a mind up there. He played across all the divisions. He was just very clever um, and scored an absolute ton of goals. A really, really good player, Grant Holt. And then next to him, I've gone for Timu Puki. I mean, probably for me, one of the most gifted finishers I've seen at Norwich City. I mean, I, I saw Dean Ashton and he was absolutely... Ooh, player. And, and he could have probably gone in there. Injuries. It was a real shame about Dean Ashton because every fan you speak to, whether that's West Ham fans, Crew fans, Norwich fans, he played really well at all of them. It just never quite got in that rhythm. But um, yeah, Dean Ashton could have, could have gone in there. But Timmy Pukki's been been magnificent. Patrick in the Premier League, thirty odd goals in the Championship, a free transfer. I still can't believe that. 
Um, just a really, really clever striker. Finishes fantastically well. Linked up really nicely with Emi Buendi, who I have fitted in this squad somehow. Um, yeah, Timi Puki will will be remembered at Norwich City for a long, long while from last season. Um, maybe gone off the boil a little bit um, this season. I think that's just through the sheer amount of games he's played. Let's not forget he's played all of them games for Finland as well. Got them into their first ever major tournament and, and spearheaded that, scored in consecutive Finland games. Um, yeah, Timu Puki and Grant Holt up front. Don't think they'd work as a two, but as two individuals, very, very good. Yeah, I, I can't argue. Puki, in, I, we talk about his finisher. I don't think I've seen a calmer finisher. Well, we'll yeah. talk about one of my guys I've got in. Um, but yeah, great, great finisher. Yeah. Obviously, when you're an opposition fan coming up against Holt, you cannot stand the guy. Yeah, um, that's I, why you can't that's stand him. But yeah. so I'm I'm finding it difficult. I get praised for being balanced. I'm finding yeah. it difficult to praise Grant Holt, but I understand. And I do like those stories of players where it's a, it's a slow burn, isn't it, up mm-hmm. the leagues and you know find their way and then get the chance. I think that's I think that's great. There's, um, there's always them players when when you get promoted, you think, oh, are they going to cut it? And they just do. And he's gone right the way through through the football pyramid and uh, he's succeeded in all the divisions. So, and he's still playing football, still playing football at Roxham. So, How old is he? 37, 38. God, wow. Yeah. Um, right, I have gone for another one. So this is probably my all-time favourite player anyway, is Marcus Stewart for Ipswich, who, um, when... When we couldn't get up, we couldn't get up, we couldn't get up. Club record signing they with the Kieran Dyer money um, comes in. And even if you're an Orange fan, I would go out of your way, watch Ipswich Bolton playoff semi-final 2-2. We're 2-0 down. Mowbray's off. Johnson's off. Bolton have got our number again. And it's just the most ridiculous two-goal performance and for the same player to score the two it's like a 30 yard volley and then this dribble through round the keeper and curls it round two defenders on a line I could talk about it all day <laughs> and then like you were saying Jack we're going to go for a bit of one-upmanship here in the Premier League top scoring English player not the second top scoring <laughs> but the top scoring I think 18-19 goals um, in the Premier League natural fin- he was a sort of player Jack he went through on goal and you think put your foot through it put your foot through it no, he had another five touches and took it around the keeper or dinked it over him or something. Brilliant, brilliant player. Um, the other one, I struggled with this. I was going to go for Daryl Murphy for having a, you know, uh, just for having a big a big presence who could hold the ball yeah. up. But I've just been researching for the Jim Majewton interview. I'll go for Darren Bent. Yeah. Um, because, I, I was, yeah. Yeah, Darren in Bent. 2004, 2005, the last season... He was at Ipswich. Yeah. Probably similar thing with Huckabee. I mean, Bent can't dribble like Huckabee. But for a direct, just running behind forward, yeah. okay, sometimes the finishing was hit and miss, but defenders hated him. And otherwise, I've got I've got, I've got Dyer, I guess. I don't have any pace. Um, so I, <laughs> I need Darren Bent in there. So my two forwards... The 22 players that we've picked... Darren Bent's gone on to have the most valuable career. Definitely raised well until Buendia gets sold. He'll raise the raise the most incredible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a remarkable career that Darren Bent's had. So how the hell? That's our eleven. How the hell do we do this then, Jack? Do you do you pick one and then I pick one, or do we go through the? So the first thing we've got to figure out is what formation do we play. Well, I'm happy to go with a back. 
four. Um, I think can we four two three one it with those four forwards though? Yeah, no, we can do that. That's tricky, um, isn't it? No, I think four two three one is probably sensible here actually. Okay. Okay, so I've drawn out my little formation. So, so do you want to pick one and then I'll pick one? And I'm I'm happy for Norwich to have six in there on the basis that neither yeah. of my fullbacks are going to get in, are they? So do you think Richard Wright goes in or is it or is it John Ruddy? Oh god. This is going to be the only position in which we, we can only have a Norwich or an Ipswich player, obviously. Um the that's so difficult. So, so difficult. Yeah. I'm, I'm obviously going to say right, and you're obviously going to say ruddy. I'll tell you what. We'll put half of them in each, and we'll let the comment section decide. There you go. There you go. So, so I'll let you have the first pick. So we'll put ruddy in goal, and so we'll let we'll the comments put decide. Richard ruddy in goal. <laughs> we'll put ruddy in goal. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Ruddy right. in goal. So Can I just go. put my hand up and say I'm happy for Max Aaron's to be the right back? Okay. Because cool. I think he's going to have an amazing career. I think he was incredible last season. And just for what fullbacks do now, he's just your modern fullback. Pace, skill, passing ability, superb player. So I think, yeah. And I'm happy, I think, for you to have a left back in. So we're going to have Mings at left back? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's been Mings. I never fully. I rated Mings at Ipswich. But I never quite got him. And now he's at Villa. And I know this is bending the rules slightly, but he's a he's a really solid Premier League player. And I don't think... Oh, God, I'm going to get... I don't think Adam Drury was ever a really solid Premier League player. No, uh, Mings has he gone on to play for England. Play for and me. Jack, you talk about the upbringings and like Grant Holt and playing through the divisions. I think when these players do get up there, they're just that much more switched yeah. on and... and yeah, yeah. Ready, ready for it as as well. So great, okay. Um, so we need a centre back each, basically. Oh, I'm. I would say closer is better than Basong. I would, yeah, I'd agree. It's just that the injury worries me. Um, yeah, I'll put I'll put Tim close in. Okay. So I can have John Walk. Yeah. Or Titus Bramble. I just think we've got we've got to have an old school player in there, haven't we? This, I mean, it's up to this you. guy made his debut in 1975, Jack, and I saw him play in 1993. Yeah, it, mate, this is your pick. Let's put him in. John Walk. What a back four. I mean, Aaron's Walk closer Mings. <laughs> I wonder what that would be at like a dinner party. Like, who's leading that conversation? Who's not Walky? Pouring wine. Right, so we four two three one in this then. Yeah, now this this gets difficult for me here. Look at me with my notepad. I'm like rapper Benitez on the sideline. Um, okay, so we need two. Matt Holland goes in there, surely. What in the? Okay. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Matt Holland goes in. As one of the sitters. Yeah. And I'm. Do you mind if I put Housen in next to him? I think he. I think he can play as sort of a holding midfielder. I think Midgilton's going to end up missing out then, isn't he? Yeah, go on, stick Housen in. Or, or we put House. I mean, Housen doesn't have to go in there. The only we, thing is, um, Midgilton can't be a number ten. He can't okay. play in the the next row forward. Yeah. Okay. Whereas Dyer could. 
could die a hold. I could do anything, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Stick Housen in, go on. Holland and Housen. Yeah. Okay, that's got a ring to it, that. It does, doesn't it? Like, uh, it's Reeve, like a health shop. Reeve and Bloom. You're just, yeah. you're just Holland and Barrett there, aren't you? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> G- giving away your shopping trips here. Um, <laughs> now, okay. this, is, this is looking a lot more talented than I thought it would at the moment. Well, this is this is tricky. So we need three players in behind the striker. Yeah, the only player I've got that can play in any of those positions is Dyer. Okay. Magilton can't do it. Stewart can't do it, and Bent can't do it. So is Dyer playing through the middle? Um, depends what you want to do with Hulahan. And if you put Dyer front right, that means no Buendia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Well, look, let's just do this. Huckabee's the only one who can play front yeah. left, isn't he? Yeah, so Huckabee's in So there. put Huckabee in. Um, now, this gets really tricky. Really tricky. So, yeah, who big... we... so we've got Houlihan and Buendia were my choices. Yeah. But that... So I've both... only got Dyer, Magilton. I mean, you could put Jim Magilton number 10, but that's... I think, I think Dyer has to go in there. So... The question then, you have to choose between Buendia and Houlihan. And so, I'm, going, I'm going for Houlihan. So Dyer's going to be front right. Yeah. Or is Houlihan going to be there? And Houlihan's no, number 10, yeah? Wes can go in the 10, yeah. Okay. That's, wow. a, that's a frightening front three. Huckabee, Houlihan and Dyer. That's got everything, hasn't it? Because yeah. you've got Dyer's running power, you've got Huckabee's dribbling and Houlihan's passing. That's decent. Yeah, that's special. Okay, so we've now got four strikers with one slot. <laughs> if, if, if um, who was it who said we need to disagree on something and have a proper argument? I think this is possibly where it comes because. Well, let's just be let's just be real about it. It's Pookie or Stewart, isn't it, in this team? Because it's about creating the chances. Yeah. Creating yeah, yeah. the chances for them, and they're although I suppose Holt would give you the oh god I'm talking myself out now. Holt would give you the physicality that you wouldn't otherwise have, and Bent would Bent's quicker than any of those players yeah I think I prefer to have Holt in a two so I'll rule I'll rule Holt out so I'll have Pookie fighting the Norwich corner okay and I'll have Stewart fighting the Ipswich corner so so yeah I guess what are we basing this on now who's um, the out and out player yeah that's that's a tough one isn't it that's a it, tough one I've got the stats up so Stewart scored 27 in 75 games for Ipswich yeah. Okay. Um, Pookie has scored. Okay, remember that in your head. Pookie has scored forty and seventy-one. But twenty-nine of those are in the championship. True. So Stewart has more Premier League goals, but then some people argue with me that Stewart was a one-season wonder because he never did that any other time in his. In his career, he, he came down with us and then he played for Mick at Sunderland. But we go, we're, we're based, well, I say we're, we're based this off a lot of different things. We're basing it off what you saw from that player in the flesh. Oh, he's my favourite my favorite player yeah. of all time. Yeah, but okay, that's, well, that Jack, that's a 17-year-old me yeah. going to away games with my my mates and loving football and exactly. he was the guy that got us over the line. Well, I think, so we've got how many, we've got one, two, three... Four, five. Should be we've five already, of each. We've already got no. We've got six Norwich players in there at the moment. Oh, hello. So it has to be so Stuart then, on I the basis of numbers. Stuart, yeah. Awesome. 
Because we decided on Ruddy and goal rather than Richard Ruddy, didn't we? Or are we still letting the comment sections decide our goalkeeper? I don't know. Is the team stronger with Wright in goal and um, Pookie up front, though? Well, you I mean, you've. it sounds like you're <laughs> Stuart's agent at the moment. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I tell you what, I'll let you have Stuart in there. Well, look, uh, we're going to get crucified in the comments, well, whatever, exactly, aren't we? <laughs> exactly. Whatever we say, we are going to get crucified. And so let's not say, make a, a graphic of this team, because then we'll get even more crucified. People have to watch, people have to watch exactly. the podcast. So we've got a 4-2-3-1. We've got Ruddy in goal. Mings at left back, close at centre back with John Walk and Max Aaron's at right back. That's yeah, okay. Um, we've got Matt Holland and Johnny Howson in holding midfield. Huckabee down the left, Houlihan in the ten, uh, Kieran Dyer down the right, and then Marcus Stewart up front. Are you there happy you with that? I'm happy that we came to that in a very diplomatic and balanced way. But what I would suggest people do in the comments is. Um, you could probably make about eight different configurations of, of yeah, this, you can't you? With um, um, obviously take off your Norwich or Ipswich hats and respect that um, even though he's annoying, Darren Huckabee was a good player, and even though he's annoying, Grant Holt was a was a good player. Um, I guess what the Ipswich fans will be thinking now is, is Marcus Stewart a better player than Darren Ben? Better footballer, yes. Was really? was was he a more successful striker? No. <laughs> yeah, but, so how does that work? So he's a better footballer. He's a better he... footballer in terms of first touch skill. Bent was a force of nature running behind. Yeah. And you know the whole Andy Cole thing of Andy Cole will score you 30 goals in a season. Yeah. And, he, and he'll make more chances, but he'll miss more chances. Do you know okay. what I mean? It's that, it's that thing. Like You mentioned Bradley Johnson earlier. Yeah. Is Bradley Johnson as good a footballer as Jim McGill? And of course he's not. But Bradley Johnson is... Very, very good at being very fit, having a yeah. good shot and being a really good central midfielder. Same yeah. as Tommy Miller, who played for Ipswich. So it's yeah. it's what you need for it's what you need for your team, isn't it? Um, okay. Well, I'm relatively happy with that. I'm, I'm still I, I, I've done a lot of these com, sort of best ever Norwich 11s and I can never quite get the centre back pairing right. Can I give you mine, Jack? Yeah, go on then. I did this in the bath yesterday and obviously this is completely unfair. Bath or the bar? In the bath. God, I wish I was in the bath. Um, this is completely unfair because I saw um, better players play for yeah. Norwich than than you have in the in the 90s. Obviously. So I went. I had a 4-4-2 as well. I had Brian Gunn in goal. Um, yeah. I did have Max Ahrens. Okay. I had Mark Bowen as the left back. Yeah. Um, John Newsom and Malky Mackay. I've put Malky Mackay because he scored three goals against yeah. Ipswich as well, and I hated him. Um, yeah. Listen to this midfield four, though. I've got Rule Fox down the right, Darren Eady, who was a great player, down the left, Ian Crook and James Madison. Are you having that as a midfield? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And uh, Chris Sutton was a British yeah. transfer record, wasn't he? And So Sutton and Bellamy up front. But you didn't get to see any of those players? Oh, well, no, Madison I, and Aarons. Yeah, I mean, I, I've loved Bellamy at every club he's sort of been at, but I never really got to see him at Norwich, um, which was a shame. But yeah, I mean, Sutton and Bellamy, that's frightening, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it just goes to show that um, you can't help when you were when you were born in the same way an Ipswich fan could come to me and say, um, OK, Cooper, Burley, Beatty, Mills, Hunter, Tyson, Murin, Mariner, Brazil, 
Yeah. Gates. And you know I still mean? you always have more of an attachment to the to the first few players. Absolutely. That you think, you? But Jack, that's the same for music or film yeah. or anything. It's it's invariably the one you saw when you were fifteen years old and you were exactly. you know, high on it's life. Be or great though, because we'll have some people watching this who are in their seventies, we'll have some people watching this who are maybe ten, eleven who are first getting yeah. into Where's football. Martin Peters, yeah? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um no, this is gonna be really good. Please do let us know your combined elevens. Try and keep them relatively even so five, six and five yeah um and we'll be delighted to see them um thank you for watching um what what's the rest of your day's plans ben what, what's going on um i'll probably just think about this now for the rest of the day <laughs> and how when you do something by um when you do something by committee it never quite comes out how it should does it but um okay. we did we did it the best we did it the best way um we could and Definitely. yeah and i think that's i think that's a a, a mid-table Premier League side that we've come up with there. <laughs> Sums up both of our clubs. That's, Just a bit it? average. <laughs> there we go. Um, um, no, um, I've, yeah, I'll, I'll got some. I think I've got some more content um, in the can. A very nerdy video about the lowest um, probability goals that have happened in the Championship this season. Um, niche. <laughs> <laughs> We're already on the niche content. I love it. Oh god, um, very much so. But um, Jack, I've loved doing these shows, and we might do a a mailbag um a yes. mailbag show um when we've run out of now we've done east no, anglian derbies and um and combined 11s yeah definitely please do let us know any questions that you've got we've got a few from the last video we posted so we can roll them over into yes as well um ben i'll see you very soon mate thank you uh Love thanks it. To everyone who's watched please do like please do subscribe to each of our channels we'll see you again very soon Bye bye